It's week 38 of the Year of Wisdom. Let's get to reading. Day 260. Job 21 and 22. Then Job answered, Listen carefully to my words. Let this be your consolation to me. Bear with me while I speak, then, after I've spoken, you may go on mocking. Is my complaint against a man? Then why should I not be impatient? Look at me and be appalled. Put your hand over your mouth. When I remember, terror takes hold and my body trembles in horror. Why do the wicked live on, growing old and increasing in power? Their descendants are established around them and their offspring before their eyes. Their homes are safe from fear. No rod of punishment from God is upon them. Their bulls breed without fail. Their cows bear calves and do not miscarry. They send forth their little ones like a flock. Their children skip about singing to the tambourine and lyre and making merry at the sound of the flute. They spend their days in prosperity and go down to Sheol in peace. Yet they say to God, leave us alone, for we have no desire to know your ways. Who is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what would we gain if we pray to him? Still their prosperity is not in their own hands, so I stay far from the counsel of the wicked. How often is the lamp of the wicked put out? Does disaster come upon them? Does God in his anger apportion destruction? Are they like straw before the wind, like chaff swept away by a storm? <coughs> it is said that God lays up one's punishment for his children. Let God repay the man himself so he will know it. Let his eyes see his own destruction. Let him drink for himself the wrath of the Almighty. For what does he care about his household after him, when the number of his months has run out? Can anyone teach knowledge to God, since he judges those on high? One man dies full of vigor, completely secure and at ease. His body is well nourished and his bones are rich with marrow. Yet another man dies in the bitterness of his soul, having never tasted prosperity. But together they lie down in the dust and worms cover them both. Behold, I know your thoughts full well the schemes by which you would wrong me. For you say, where now is the nobleman's house, and where are the tents in which the wicked dwell? Have you never asked those who travel the roads? Do you not accept their reports? Indeed, the evil man is spared from the day of calamity, delivered from the day of wrath, who denounces his behavior to his face, who repays him for what he has done. He is carried to the grave, and watch is kept over his tomb. The clods of the valley are sweet to him. Everyone follows behind him, and those before him are without number. So how can you comfort me with empty words, for your answers remain full of falsehood? Then Eliphaz the Tamanite replied, Can a man be of use to God? Can even a wise man benefit him? Does it delight the Almighty that you are righteous? Does he profit if your ways are blameless? Is it for your reverence that he rebukes you and enters into judgment against you? Is not your wickedness great? Are not your iniquities endless? For you needlessly demanded security from your brothers and deprived the naked of their clothing. You gave no water to the weary and withheld food from the famished, while the land belonged to a mighty man and a man of honor lived on it. 
You sent widows away empty-handed, and the strength of the fatherless was crushed. Therefore snares surround you, and sudden peril terrifies you. It is so dark you cannot see, and a flood of water covers you. Is not God as high as the heavens? Look at the highest stars, how lofty they are. Yet you say, what does God know? Does he judge through thick darkness? Thick clouds veil him so he does not see us as he traverses the vault of heaven. Will you stay on the ancient path that wicked men have trod? They were snatched away before their time, and their foundations were swept away by a flood. They said to God, Depart from us. What can the Almighty do to us? But it is he who filled their houses with good things. So I stay far from the counsel of the wicked. The righteous see it and are glad. The innocent mock them. Surely our foes are destroyed, and fire has consumed their access. Reconcile now and be at peace with him. Thereby good will come to you. Receive instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. If you remove injustice from your tents and consign your gold to the dust and the gold of Ophir to the stones of the ravines, then the Almighty will be your gold and the finest silver for you. Surely then you will delight in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows. Your decisions will be carried out, and light will shine on your ways. When men are brought low, and you say, Lift them up, then he will save the lowly. He will deliver even one who is not innocent, rescuing him through the cleanness of your hands. Proverbs 17 Better a dry morsel in quietness than a house full of feasting with strife. A wise servant will rule over a disgraceful son and share his inheritance as one of the brothers. A crucible for silver and a furnace for gold, but the Lord is the tester of hearts. A wicked man listens to evil lips. A liar gives ear to a destructive tongue. He who mocks the poor insults their maker. Whoever gloats over calamity will not go unpunished. Grandchildren are the crown of the aged, and the glory of a son is his father. Eloquent words are unfit for a fool. How much worse are lying lips to a ruler. A bribe is a charm to its giver. Wherever he turns, he succeeds. Whoever conceals an offense promotes love, but he who brings it up separates friends. A rebuke cuts into a man of discernment, deeper than a hundred lashes cut into a fool. An evil man seeks only rebellion. A cruel messenger will be sent against him. It is better to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than a fool in his folly. If anyone returns evil for good, evil will never leave his house. To start a quarrel is to release a flood. So abandon the dispute before it breaks out. Acquitting the guilty and condemning the righteous, both are detestable to the Lord. Why should the fool have money in his hand with no intention of buying wisdom? A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. A man lacking judgment strikes hands in pledge and puts up security for his neighbor. He who loves transgression loves strife. He who builds his gate high invites destruction. The one with a perverse heart finds no good, and he whose tongue is deceitful falls into trouble. A man fathers a fool to his own grief. The father of a fool has no joy. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. A wicked man takes a covert bribe to subvert the course of justice. 
Wisdom is the focus of the discerning, but the eyes of a fool wander to the ends of the earth. A foolish son brings grief to his father and bitterness to her who bore him. It is surely not good to punish the innocent or to flog a noble for his honesty. A man of knowledge restrains his words, and a man of understanding maintains a calm spirit. Even a fool is considered wise if he keeps silent and discerning when he holds his tongue. And, as always, thank you so much for being here today. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button right there, and I will see you tomorrow. Maranatha. I'm lost without a clue. Need a big pink neon sign to show me what to do. I thank you, Lord. It glorifies you when you're the only answer. I praise you, Lord, for holding what's too much for me. And I'm amazed by you, Lord, because nothing's too big and nothing's too small to lay at your feet.